0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Raw and Unscripted with yours truly, Christopher Rauch, the place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And on today's episode, we're on episode number 32. It's a continuation of the four-part series we started back in December of 2019, that old decade. Remember that old decade? Yes, well, today is January 7th, and of course, we're here in 2020. And this is a continuation of the four-part series we did start back then. And today is part three, and it's really, I changed it up a little bit. I was going to talk about specific setbacks and things of that nature that cause us to lose sight of our resolutions and our goals, but instead I decided to come at with you with uh, something that really is personal to me, and I believe that the important factor of life to be successful is when you ask better questions of yourself, you get better answers, and so over the course of my lifetime, I have gathered a list of questions that have truly helped me and my clients go to the next unstoppable level, right? Right. So this particular episode is dedicated to the questions that I use often, both of myself and my clients, that really identify turning points or key indicators of the fact that we're what we're doing isn't working, right? Or the fact that we're not living up to our desired expectations or our outcomes. So today's episode is, is, uh, is an exciting one because I love these questions. And when we use these, that's the key term, when we use these, they can have such a dramatic impact on our life that it's something that we may not be ready for. So my goal in today's episode is to A, share those questions with you and kind of give you a little bit of background on each one of them and, and let you know how you can put those into play in your life. Now, I know for me, like I said before, um, in 2018, I made a goal that 2019 was not going to be a repeat of the previous three or four years. Not that I wasn't successful, but I wasn't doing the best that I could do. And in 2019, had a transformative year, had a beautiful year. I learned a lot about myself and I grew a lot, almost to the point where I was thinking about it today, um, coming back from a consulting job, that it kind of freaked me out just how different I've become over the last decade. And thinking back, um, over that, that time. And, um, to be honest with you, we had a death in the family yesterday. One of our cats, Buster, um, passed away. Fortunately, he passed away here in our arms with us, you know, giving him lots of guiding light and love. Um, but I put together a tribute of him for him and I had to go back through a bunch of pictures, um, over the time we've had him, we've had him for like 18 years. And, um, part of that process, obviously I had to go through a ton of pictures and in looking at that, I kind of just, I didn't almost recognize the person that I used to be, if that makes sense. And not in a, in a, in a way, it's a kind of a freaky thing because I think we hold on to a perspective that we had, you know, like, oh, I was once this, or I like that. And some, sometimes we feel like if we detach from who we know and who we're comfortable with, that it's kind of like, who are we going to become and who's going to like us? And, you know, that's out of my comfort zone and one of the things I really want to get across to you guys, because I did get some questions and I have replied to those questions. So, um, just so you guys know, so if you sent me questions, you guys got your reply. Um, but one of the questions that I got really was, um, you know, what happens if, if, if I do these things and the people around me change or the people around me don't want to be around me anymore. And that's kind of a freaky thing. Um, and my answer to that question when I sent it back to him is that if that's the situation, you know, you got to think about things. Things happen in a lifetime for either a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Like I was explaining to somebody yesterday about Buster. He came in for a season, a very long season of our lifetime, and it was beautiful. And I'm so blessed that we got to be there with him. You know, normally we put our cats to sleep and we're there and we, we do it in a gentle, kind way. You know, I know when they give up. I've been around enough animals. Um, when their end of their journey comes, I know when it's time. Um, And we were just about to take Buster. We were actually going to take him at four o'clock yesterday, but unfortunately he decided that he needed to go around 10 o'clock and we caught it and we had a, you know, a nice, you know, for what it was an enjoyable experience. We took him outside in the sun and the wind was blowing and it was just a beautiful experience as tough as it was. I mean, we love Buster. He was our, he was our baby. Um, but when we hold on to things of the past and we hold on to identities of the past and we're afraid of things changing and upsetting people, you know, that's a definite sign that we need to move closer to that situation. We can't just live in fear and expect, oh, well, maybe they'll change too, or maybe you just can't. You know, it's our life and we have to take responsibility for that if we truly wanna live kick-ass unstoppable and we don't want to have any of those things that I refer to in every episode, which is a regret, right? So let's just get right into it. And by the way, thank you guys for the feedback and the comments last week. We took a little break last week and I did a Facebook Live, a New Year's Eve special edition, New Year's Eve live Facebook of Raw and Unscripted. And my special guest, in case you missed it, was my son Jackson. And it was really a cool experience. It was uh, a little distracting but uh, Jackson had a great time and the ultra, the ultra message in there is a beautiful one. I'd really love it if you go back and watch those. Um, here on the Speaking to the Heart podcast network, we've been having a little bit of difficulties and challenges. Um, so I apologize if the podcast and the videos aren't up on the station right away, but we're working to resolve that really quickly. But um, I encourage you, you can go on my Facebook group, you can go on the Raw and Scripted group and you can see that And I'd be happy to share it. And I'm also gonna put it on my YouTube page too sometime this week. So there's a beautiful message in there. Plus you get to see me being a dad with my son. All right, so here for episode number 32, my favorite questions to ask. And by the way, thank you guys all so much for the questions you sent me. And I hope that I was able to help a lot of you guys. Um, I got questions about weight loss, about uh, financial goals, about career changes, um, a couple other things. So thank you guys so much for, for doing that. I really appreciate it. So let's just get right into it. These are some of my favorite questions and I have more, but uh these are just kind of picked out as my favorite ones. So apologize why look down at my monitor here for a second. Um but the first question, what am I willing to commit to doing full out tomorrow? And I want you guys to be honest. So when you're thinking about the day, and we've talked about this before, I have a, a pad of paper right here and literally every day at the end of the day, I write out tomorrow's goals. And I write out the top three that I have to get, like those are the essential ones that are going to move the needle to get me closer to my stated resolutions or my stated goals. So those three have to get done. That's kind of like eat the biggest frog first, you know, get those out of the way. But I sit down and I make it a priority to write down what it is that I need to accomplish the next day. And one of the added value questions is you can ask yourself, what am I willing to commit to do full out tomorrow? Now, often we think, okay, every day is going to be a great day and we're just, you know, but Right now, honestly, I've been in a lot of pain, um, dealing with the back issues and whatnot. So I'm not doing my best. I'm not doing as well as I could be if I wasn't pain-free and I wasn't, you know, encumbered by all of this. So you have to be honest with yourself. And that's one thing I just really want to get across to you guys is stop filling your head full of fantasies. Like, oh, I'm going to accomplish that in two months, or I'm going to accomplish that in six months when it's really going to take a year or two. You have to be patient. But when you're looking at this, what am I willing to do full out tomorrow? Maybe it's not three things. Maybe it's one thing. Maybe it's just the fact that you're going to be in a great mood tomorrow and you're going to make everybody, everybody around you feel good. Right? That's one thing we commit to playing full out every day. But when you look at those goals, sit there and if it's something that's really important to you, if you have it on tap for tomorrow and you know you're not feeling good or you know you're not going to get a good night's sleep, I suggest to you that you don't do that tomorrow. That in order to be super successful in everything that you pick a day when you know you're going to be feeling good or you know you're going to get lots of rest and pick that day to do those most important items, right? So if you know if you have a cold or if you're not going to get enough sleep or if you have a a tough conversation to have later on and you know tomorrow you might be wiped out or you might have other things going on, don't pick those days to tackle the big things, right? Pick the days where you know that you can play full out. So if you sit there and you're looking at a particular goal on your sheet, and you're asking yourself, okay, what am I willing to commit to do tomorrow? And the honest answer that comes to you is like a four or a three or a six, but you want to say an eight or a nine because you want to look good. And you're like, okay, don't do that. Just say, what am I willing to commit? And if I'm willing to commit, you know, a six, you know, take a look at that. If it's something important, then you don't want to play out on that particular goal. But, you know, ask yourself, which is the next question, what is my best, Right. So when we often ask, we say to ourselves, you know, I did the best I could, you know, and it goes back to our childhood. You think about the teachers or your parents that asked you something, you know, Christopher, did you do your best on this math exam? Uh, yeah, I did my best. You know what? Think about it. What happened? Okay. You know, we'll try better next time. You know, we get away with it. So we sit there and we say, oh, I did the best I could. I did the best I could. Think about how many times you told somebody you did the best you could, but really was it your best. So when you think about playing full out and you're committing to something, make that commitment. So if you know tomorrow that it's going to be a blazing day, you're feeling good, you're on, you know, commit, say, you know what, I'm going to give this an eight tomorrow. I'm going to give this a nine tomorrow. You know, maybe I'm going to give this a 10. I'm going to give this everything I got. You know, I'm going to focus all my energies on this to be really successful. And it doesn't have to be a lot of things. That's where we get caught up. And that was one of the questions that somebody had asked me. It was like, Chris, what if I have too much going on? Well, then you need to be the owner of your own workload and realize that, you know, maybe three things. If you get three things that move the needle on something that's important to you and you do that day after day consistently, just think about the progress that you're going to make. But again, it's about being honest, you know, going back to goal setting. Is it realistic? You know, part of the SMART acronym, you know, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time-specific. When you think about is that something that's realistic to get done in, you know, six months or something, um, be honest because if it's going to take a year, then say it's going to take a year and then know it's going to take a year and commit to that year. Don't get caught up in trying to prove something or get everything done because you just want to get it over with. Chances are you're not going to get it done very well. Trust me. Um, So think think about what am I willing to commit to do full out tomorrow? Um, And then again, the second question, is this my best? And think about it. What is going to be your best? When you plan that out, kind of get in your head and say, okay, Listen, for me to be my best, you know, I have to get up, maybe have a workout, have a good breakfast, you know, get a good night's sleep, meditate, go for a walk in the morning. What, is, what does it take for me to do my best? And then figure out what that formula is. And a side note to that is realize when is your best time of the day to do certain things. That's a totally another subject. But for me, I used to be more of an evening guy, but now I'm an early morning person. So I get a few things out of the way. And then I know like from 10 to one, I'm in my zone. That's when I need to be doing things. That's when I need to be recording podcasts or that's when I need to be doing some writing or get on the phone and talking to coaching clients. That's my zone because in the afternoon, I tend to get a little bit tired. Maybe I want to read. I want to do some research. I'm kind of like more in the mellow mode in the afternoon. And then I start to have a second wind like around nine o'clock at night. Um, but just thinking about what is your best, you know, if I'm going to go to a job interview tomorrow, am I planning everything today? You know, is it, what can I do to go above and beyond? Maybe I'm going to do a presentation, you know, do a PowerPoint presentation to the people. What am I going to do differently? Maybe I'm going to take a potential situation they might have for the job I'm looking for. And I'm going to go in there with a case example right away. Maybe I'm going to do some research on the company. I just did that today. I went for a consulting job through farmers insurance, uh, consulting their, 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 uh, their agents, you know, the businesses that you go into going and consulting with all of them to try to, you know, raise their revenues and raise their, um, their profits and everything else that we're trying to do. So I went there for a consulting contract. And so last night I did a bunch of research on what the agencies have to go through, you know, insurance laws. And I thought, okay, what are some of the, what would be some of the common problems that these agents would have to go through where I could help? So when I went in there today, I went above and beyond and said, okay, listen, here's what I imagine your agents are going through. They're dealing with people that say they don't want to spend money on insurance because, you know, they don't have it or whatever, you know, and just thinking about different things that way, that was my best. That's all I could do. I went in there with an open mind, being myself and just said, okay, that's my best, you know, and, but you can play Monday morning quarterback on that sometimes and go, well, I could have done this. I could have done that. Don't beat yourself up about that, but just make notes and just say, okay, the next time here's an idea that I had for that. But as long as you're doing your best and you're focusing on what it is that you can do, if there's some blood, sweat, and tears involved, even better. But don't tell yourself you did your best or don't think you're going to do your best without planning and trying to figure out what does your best look like. If I did my best tomorrow, what would be the outcome and how would I feel? Things of that nature. Um, Another question, what am I willing to do differently? you know, if you continue to do what you've always done, you're going to continue to get what you've always got, right? We know that. Definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So ask yourself, what am I willing to do differently? What, you know, maybe I'm going to wake up early and do a workout. Instead of doing my workout at night, I'm going to do it in the morning. Maybe instead of having a meal in the morning, I'm going to do a shake in the morning. Instead of eating, I'm going to fast, you know, instead of having pancakes and, and sausage, I'm going to have uh, some scrambled eggs and avocado whatever it might be, but just think about what am I willing to do differently? What am I willing to do differently? I get up in the morning and I watch the news. Maybe I'm going to get up tomorrow morning and I'm going to meditate. Maybe I'm going to watch a Tony Robbins video. Anything. Just commit to say, what am I willing to do differently to get different results? And get out of your comfort zone, ladies and gentlemen, because that's where we grow. If there's one thing I've really learned over the last year, well, reinforced, I should say, is the fact that when we get uncomfortable and we do those things that we don't want to do, Those are exactly the things that we're supposed to be doing. If it pushes us into a place of fear, guess what? We're going to have to deal with that fear. We're going to have to overcome that fear. And what we're going to do, we're going to be stronger. We're going to have more ammunition. We're going to know more things, be more equipped, and have a better sense of self-confidence. And that's what this is about. It's about increasing your self-confidence, your belief systems, your values, that you know that things are going to work out, that you know things are happening for you and not to you. So just look at it. What am I willing to do differently? Another question that you need to ask, and this is a common one that I work with, with coaching clients and consultants, um, is the fact of what are the potential roadblocks to achieving X? So if I'm gonna be doing something tomorrow, you know, what are the potential roadblocks? Oh, I might get interruptions, okay. Maybe I'm gonna go to the library, I'm gonna go to a coffee shop so I don't have those interruptions. Um, Maybe I'm gonna be tired, okay, I need to go to sleep earlier. Uh, What are the roadblocks? What if somebody's in a bad mood? Okay. Then you can do visualization techniques. You can do things to kind of help offset that to make sure that you're successful and that it's not a surprise, right? Because oftentimes we sit there and have this vision. Okay. Everything's going to go perfectly. It's going to be great. Okay. What are the potential roadblocks? If it's far away, there might be traffic. I'm going to leave early. I'm going to find a Starbucks. I'm going to sit down and listen to a Tony Robbins podcast for a minute or a Christopher Rush podcast. Um, So what are the potential roadblocks and identify those and solve them ahead of time so that you know, you have that kind of that confidence and that comfort in your heart and your soul that everything's going to be fine because you've already identified what those roadblocks are. And if some roadblock comes up that you didn't account for, you're already going to have this innate confidence like, all right, that happened. What do I need to do? What are some opportunities? Let's do it and just get on with it and get over it and get to the ultimate goal. Don't get sequestered and get frustrated with that goal and say, oh, there it goes again. See, nothing ever works. And I love this. This is just a side note. I love this when something goes wrong in the beginning of the day and people say, oh, there goes the day. See, I knew it was gonna be a shitty day. You just put all those feelings and all those beliefs inside of your head and what does it do? It just compounds the fact that you're not gonna be successful, that you're gonna be miserable and you're gonna be frustrated. And that does not get you more success and everything in life. You have to sit there and say, okay, shit happens what do I do? It's going to make me stronger. I got to get through it. I'm going to deal with it someday. Whatever it might be, put a positive spin on it so that you know that it's happening for you and not to you because then you go into that victimhood again. Excuse me. Still a little sick. Um, One of my favorite questions, is this, whatever you're doing, getting me closer to or further from my stated goals? Again, let me repeat this because it's a huge one is this getting me closer to or further from my stated goals? So if you have a stated goal to get in better shape, but you're about to put a handful of M&Ms in your mouth, sit there and say, is this getting me closer to or further from my stated goals? And if you answer yourself honestly, then you need to put those down. If you're binge watching Netflix and you're supposed to be, you know, learning something, is this getting me closer to or further from my stated goals? This, excuse me, this is something that I have on dry erase boards all around me because it's such an important effective question. If you're sitting there surfing social media, is this getting me closer to or further from my stated goals? Yes or no? I mean, it's almost like you want to tattoo it to the bottom of your wrist and be like, oh shit, you know, but catch yourself. Is this getting me closer to it? Because if you answer yourself and you catch yourself a number of times, along with the planning and everything else, you're not going to be doing those types of things. And if you do, you're going to catch yourself and go, you know what, Chris? I shouldn't be doing that. I should be focusing on this. That is something I get to do. This is something I need to do, right? Careful delineation on that. Um, (coughs) Another question that I love a lot is when will I have had enough of X? Now, I replied to somebody's question about goals, and I said, just simply ask yourself, when will you have had enough? Because it kind of lends to another question that I love is when did it become acceptable to become mediocre, Or when did it become acceptable to let people walk all over me? Or when did it become acceptable to not treat myself fairly? And those are some deep questions that really get a lot of results when I use them with clients. Because, I mean, think about what it is. When did it become acceptable to let everybody step on your dreams? And if you answer that and go, whoa, it's not acceptable. Okay, then what are you going to do about changing it? Or if you have to sit there and say, well, I guess I made it acceptable, you know, 20 years ago. And I'm going to say, how's that working for you? And you're gonna say not very well obviously huh and i'm gonna say okay we got to push towards that uncomfortable stuff so you can become stronger you see what i'm saying all of it builds on each other ladies and gentlemen you have to realize that and if you're watching me you know that i'm no, no, no excuses coach And I'm not gonna put up with that stuff. I don't put up with it for myself. And I certainly am not gonna put up with it for you because I wanna see you guys successful. That's what I'm here for every single week doing these things because I wanna see you successful. It helps me grow. And God knows that I hope my son watches it one day and kind of goes, wow, dad had it together. He knew what he was talking about. Um, So leaving a legacy, but when will I've had enough of this? When will I've had enough of going to a job every day I'm not appreciated for? When will I have had enough of, you know, being in a relationship, when will I have had enough of you know working for minimum wage? What is it gonna be? But ask yourself when will you have had enough and then get started on the plan that's gonna get you out of that, right? Um, um, let's see, question. Oh, this is another good one. If my favorite person, my idol, the person I respected the most was follow me around right now, would they be proud of me? Right? So for me, I've got a couple of mentors in my life and I think about, you know. Was today a productive day? If so-and-so was following me around, would they look at me like, damn, Chris, you're on the ball? Or would they be like, okay, I thought you were a go-getter. I thought you were unstoppable. I thought you were the no excuses guy, but you just gave yourself 17 excuses today. So when you think about that, who is it that you love and admire and you respect? Whether it's a famous person, your mom, you know, somebody that's, you know, mentored you through your life. Just think about that for a second. If so-and-so was watching me right now, would they be impressed? Right? Because that's, that's kind of a good motivator to think, all right, they're not watching me, but in some ways, the outcomes of our success are going to be evidence for those people, if they're still with us, to see that you were actually doing what you're saying you were going to do, right? So it's again, it's Again, all of these are designed to kind of snap you out of your situation to keep you moving forward. So it's handy to have this on your phone and just be like, all right, let me look at some of these questions that Christopher asks himself and see, oh, when did it become okay to be, you know, an asshole while I drive? You know, when did it become okay to be a dick to my kids? When did it become okay to not call my friends for seven months or whatever it might be? Um, so again, it, what would if the person that I respect the most was following me around, would they be impressed with what I'm doing? So again, lead by example, um, you know, your legacy and things of that nature. Those keep you um, in tune with what's important. And the important thing about, about all of these is the more you do these, the easier they become. And the more confidence that you have, the better it is. Even for me, you know, still growing and deciding these things and trying to learn these things in different ways and forms because I've got a lot of going on right now. To be honest with you, I'm in a really a lot of pain right now. Um, but uh, still bringing it because if somebody was watching me, they'd be like, yes, Chris, you are unstoppable. You do preach what you talk about. So again, think about that one. And my last one I'm going to leave you with like literally, I have a bunch more. If you guys want the rest of them, you guys can email me, Christopher at Christopher Roush and just say, Chris, I want the next, I want the rest of the questions. <laughs> but um the final one, and this one's a zinger. This one's a zinger. Um when I when I when you wake up tomorrow, I want you to say, am I excited to go and be doing what I do all day? So am I excited to go to work? Am I excited to go do the things that I do, or am I miserable about it? And the two second part of that question is because you're going to have to answer that honestly. And if the answer is that you're miserable, then please just start doing something. Set some goals for yourself every day to look for another job, to, to get another set of skills. Don't continue to go where you're miserable just to make money because you're going to have that regret later in life. L- later in life, you're going to be like, wow, I wasted 20 years doing something I fucking hated. Wow. By the way, did you notice I haven't been cussing that much lately? Um, yeah. So uh, I want more kids to watch this, and you know we'll just see. Uh, but anyways, you know, am I excited for where I'm going, what I'm going to be doing? And then the second part of that is, when you're there, am I excited to who I'm going home to and what I'm going to be doing there? Now I will share this with you. Ninety nine percent of the people that I come in contact with can't answer yes to those both questions, and sometimes I couldn't either. And if you guys know, you've watched the last episode, I'm no longer chained to a nine to five job anymore. So I'm doing coaching and consulting full time. I just couldn't do what I was doing anymore because I knew it was going to kill me. I knew the stress was going to kill me. I knew the drive was going to kill me and it just wasn't in my heart anymore. I love helping people. I love coaching. I love consulting. I love being in the mix and seeing people have that aha moment when they go, holy shit. Wow. You know, this is what I'm capable of because I'm right along there with you guys. I'm doing these things. I struggle. I have hard days. I have days where I don't believe in myself. I have days where I want to play it safe. I have days where I don't want to try anymore. But the God's honest truth is that we have to do these things. We have this lifetime. We have multiple lifetimes. We can get into that another subject later, but we're supposed to be here learning lessons. So whether you learn them in this lifetime or 20 other lifetimes, you're going to have to learn them. So why not just start doing it now? Because the sooner you do it, the sooner you get that, 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 that evidence, that sooner you just like, okay, that wasn't a big deal. You know, I've had so many people tell me, oh, this is going to be tough, or this is going to be this, or this is going to be that. Um, When the ultimate situation really finds out, they're like, oh my God, it wasn't so hard. I wish I would have done that before. So the same might be for you. But again, are you excited for where you're going and what you're going to be doing? And when you're there, are you excited for who you're going to be with and what you're going to be doing afterwards? And if you don't have anybody to go home and, you know, be with, and you're lonely, then ask yourself, you know, what am I doing to get out there? Am I doing, you know, dating or am I taking care of myself? What is it that I need to do to change that result? What do I need to be doing differently? Oh, I don't want to get hurt anymore. I've been hurt so many times. All right, then be miserable and die alone and be regretful. That's all I can say. Um, So that last question is super, super important. Um, if there's a question that you guys use, I would love to hear it. Send it to me. Christopher at christopherrausch.com. R A U S C H. I R A U S C H. Um, I love you guys. Send me your ideas for shows. Um, actually one of the things we're going to be doing here in 2020 is interviewing guests. So if there is a guest that you want me to interview, that's either proven they're unstoppable. Um, they're an expert at being unstoppable, whatever it is. I would, I want to start interviewing guests to bring you guys more and more value. Um, so send me information, Christopher at christopherrausch.com. And uh, last but not least, please, please make 2020 and every day count. Make every day count, whether it's a day of relaxation, whether it's a day of busting your balls and blood, sweat, and tears, if it's a day with your family, um, whatever it is, make 2020 the year, the start of the decade where you say, I'm not going to continue doing the same shit I was doing. I'm not going to continue being a victim. I'm not going to continue. You know, saying these lame excuses and 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 blaming people from 20 years ago in my life, which I get all the time. Commit to your, commit to your learning. Commit to your growth. Commit to doing something uncomfortable once a week, no matter how little it is. If it's saying hi to somebody or you know doing whatever it is, just start doing those things and be proud of yourself. Because at the end of the day, at the end of this year, if you commit to all your goals and you commit to those things and you commit to your growth, just imagine. 365 days of pure unstoppableness or 360 days or 350 days, 320 days, whatever, whatever it might be, as long as it's more than it was last year, then you're going to continue to grow. And I'm here to help you guys. Right? So again, hit me up, hit me up in the Facebook messenger. I want to help you guys, but most of all, I love you. And I appreciate all the support, appreciate the support of the guys at the speaking to the heart podcast network, Shane and Kim and all the fans. You guys are all fucking rad all awesome. And uh, with that, I love you guys and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace out.